Welcome back to the Better Men, Better Ball Player podcast. I know it's short notice, but we have a bonus episode this week. I just couldn't wait to get it out. Uh, I have four former players who are currently playing college baseball who I got a chance to sit down, have a Zoom meeting with. We recorded it and we touched, we talked about what a great idea for a podcast because I'm sure there's a lot of things that they wish they would have known and that when they were high school, as well as information that they feel that they could help um, athletes right now, as well as even parents going through someone who might want to become a college athlete, especially in college baseball. But, um, you know, this one's really special to me. This is really cool. I got to talk to Joey Schwartz, who is at Shepherd University right now. Ryan Bywaters, who's at Radford University right now. Cameron Cutchie, who's at Lock Haven University right now. And Noah Allen, who's at Flagler College. All four great young men that I had the privilege of coaching. And who I also had the privilege now, again, having a conversation with them and um, going through their experience and just some of the information that they go and share is it's just amazing and uh, I just couldn't be more proud of these young men and uh, we just had a great conversation full of some laughter full of some very mature advice I'm hoping that it finds value for a ton of people uh, especially people going into college athletics not just baseball but we discuss just the quarantine lifestyle right now and how they're getting through it even what their college coaches have even told them to do. So I don't think that's what a lot of people don't even think of. of, You know, a lot of college coaches have their handle on kids when you become part of a college program. It's not, it's not, it's very normal. And so you get to hear some of that. Um, The differences in college and high school sports. We touch base about recruiting, what they wish they would have known about recruiting the whole process when they were going about their their selection process and what they thought recruiting was and uh, because it's something that you don't really know until you get into it so I urge you if you are getting ready to get into it just learn as much as you can about it um, and be open to people who have gone through it they do have great advice there's a lot of things that you don't have to go through that if you just listen um, and be attention because you know as long as I keep doing this and helping kids get to the next level you still see some of the same things that these guys talk about. You know, I wish that people didn't believe in this, or I wish I would have known that. It's the same things that people continue to do when they go through this recruiting process. So it's a really cool perspective. Um, you know, and just the overall, it's just advice. It's, it's advice for high school athletes. It's advice for even college coaches who want to continue helping their players to get to the next level, which I hope most do, um, because it's about them kids getting better as a person. Um, and they're going to get better as a person getting in a good program and a good situation to help grow their network, to help grow their experiences as a life, experiences in life. A couple specific things you hear these guys discuss that I really want to pay attention to is just their focus in weightlifting. I know in high school and in other people, um, you know, their focus isn't about strength. I know that's something that I would do differently in the high school setting is making sure that guys take a much better approach to the weight room 
uh, the personal messages, the coaches, people so much get easily with a group email or a mass text. Uh, those things, just coaches get those all the time, and you're just going to get looked over. The relationships off the field was a great piece of advice that you'll hear uh, these guys talk about. How they get it done in the classroom first, and now that's so important. The difference in how the class is in college. You're in class so much or in school so much in high school, and that's not the case when you go to become a college athlete. They discuss that, and you hear it right from their mouths. But just how different college and high school are. Um, the biggest thing that's the difference of them, if you're in a good program, would be the practice. But the game's very different. The travel's so much different. Just getting to the ball field is different. Um, in high school, we're, there, we're lucky in Maryland to get there an hour before game time. Um, you know, so get used to that in the summer. Get to the field early with some early outs. Get some work in. Knowing the kind of... Um, workout that you need to have what does your recovery day look like and that's why recovery is so important but just finding the right fit you hear him talk about that and how you need to manage your time and so many more great nuggets that I just don't want to waste any more time I want to get right into this I just couldn't be more proud of these young men and I hope that you enjoy this and share it so please make sure that you share our this episode um find it on iTunes now it's on Spotify it's on my YouTube channel as well as on Podbean. So share it as much as you can. These great young men, I couldn't be more proud of them. Um, Joey Schwartz, Ryan Bywaters, Cameron Cutchie, and Noah Allen. So thank you guys for sharing. Hope you enjoy it. Please let me know um, any feedback you have from the show, anything else that you might want to hear in future episodes. But here it is, a player's perspective bonus episode. So how have you guys been doing during all this, man, during the quarantine? Yeah, staying busy with school for sure. Do you guys still still have school? Oh, yeah. I'm in finals week now, so. Say so, yeah, I finished up on Wednesday. Yeah, I just took my last final yesterday. So how has school been? Dim, dim, so has, like, has it still been like the same kind of expectations during this time, or has it been a little bit more relaxed, or is it about the same amount of workload? I mean, it's been more relaxed here. You know, it's just get it in. Everyone's kind of panicking. Teachers have been more laid back about handing something in a day late if you missed it. But, you know, it's still handed in. Still still same expectations of doing your work. Right. I think it varies from teacher to teacher. Some teachers are uh, more laid back, and then other teachers still expect you to uh, do it just like you would be in the classroom. Same here. Like some of my teachers like are doing Zoom, but some like aren't even doing them at all and just have like scheduled postings. And then one teacher, like we had like a final project and a final exam, and he just like canceled both of them. And like we've had quizzes every week, but that's it. Like it was super easy to do. So I don't know about uh, everybody else in schools, but we had a pass fail option. Uh, you could just decide to pass the class and you just had to complete the work as long as you had a ball with the, the get credit for it. And it doesn't go against your GPA. So I know a lot of people did that because they just couldn't keep up with it, with everything going on. So what about, so what about baseball, man? How do you guys stay in shape? So my, uh, I live with uh, two other baseball players and one football player and the football guy is a local guy and his brother has a gym in his basement. So we go there a few nights a week, actually. He lets us get access anytime. 
So that's been actually really good. He's got a lot of, a lot of variety there too. So we get pretty good workouts. You know, it's not like we're at, we really have to take a step back from uh, the weight room when we get to go there. That's, uh, that's like the opposite for, I mean, I got like a, like a dumbbell and like a barbell that I've been trying to do stuff with, but I've actually been like running a lot, like, mm-hmm. like try to get like two miles in like every day, just in, like trying to improve my, and I've never been a fan of running. Actually, no and I were texting a little bit back and forth yesterday and we were talking about it. And like, even when we played soccer together in high school, like I couldn't, I hated running, but like just now just to stay busy and to stay fit, like I've been trying to do it and give myself like a goal to get better at it so yeah I mean he get, tries to get two miles in I try and run just about every other day and you know push-ups and sit-ups have been my main go-to because I don't really have anything else to work out with here besides like a few bands but just all body weight stuff mostly yeah I've got a uh got a barbell and a little bit of weight around here so I've been doing none of it's too heavy though so I've been doing a lot of reps uh, doing a lot of abs, trying to keep as fit as you can. What about throwing wise? I didn't like being able to throw at all. You guys been able to hit at all? Able to do much of that? Uh, my coach told me to completely told us all to shut down. Don't don't pick up a baseball or a bat. Just take it easy during his time. Focus on schoolwork. So been doing that. Yeah, that's been the uh, the hardest part for uh, me finding places to go swing because our campus actually shut down entirely and we went to go hit it's probably like three weeks ago or four weeks ago and the campus police came and kicked us off and said we couldn't even be there it was just me and two foot guys on the team so wow. we haven't been able to find anything so i actually went to the high school the other day with my dad and then somebody rolled up and told us that we had to get out of there so i mean i haven't other than that day i mean i haven't swung it but i mean i throw out back like once a week but other than that yeah playing catch is about it yeah they wouldn't even let you hit at the high school coach no yeah coach really? was out there a couple weeks ago with this kid like even when this first started and he got kicked out by the so it was we were there for like 15 minutes and came and you that's crazy well you know you've been on to throw it you've been trying to throw it off yeah, um, mostly my dad really likes throwing with me. He gets the enjoyment out of it. So we try and long toss once or twice a week just, you know, because I have a long backyard, so we can throw pretty far. But besides that, that's about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a tough time, man, for sure. Play as long as you can for me. I said the, the one thing I've been working on that – like I have never worked on before is like my mobility, like stretching and like my focusing on, like I've always just lifted heavy and never really thought about like movement patterns and being able to get into positions. So I've been like every morning I go for like a walk to get like some blood flow going. And then I have this app on my phone that like, like shows me how to stretch basically. And it's like 20 minutes and I sit there and stretch like my, my hips, like this morning was hips and hamstrings. I take 20 minutes out of the day and just, so I can get into like a better squat position and which so is it is it just so is it an app just for stretching or do you do you do like a different stretch each day it's a different stretch like a different like set of stretches every day so like yesterday was like shoulders and like back and like your upper body and torso so it's just like it just has some videos and you get like into a position and it's like two minutes long that you sit there and like hold the stretch for and I can already like 
when I like put the barbell on my back and go to squat, like I can already feel like a difference, like getting deeper. And what's it called? What's the app called? It's called Romwod, R O M W O D. I paid like a, it's like a twelve dollar monthly subscription that I paid for it, but oh. I'm on my free, free trial right now, so write down all the stretches you'll have more for free then yeah hey man packing <laughs> so now what do you think man what do you think what's your perspective on all this what's the best thing's going to come out of it well as much as you know staying inside and not really getting to do much kind of sucks in the short run i think it's pretty great that we get to spend this time with the people that we live with and uh you know i've gotten to spend a lot of time with my parents that i haven't in the past two years you know I live down in Florida 10 months out of the year and I really don't get to see them much. So this past month has been pretty nice getting to spend time with them. Absolutely. Yeah, and that's what that's what's tough about Joe's even Joe's situation cuz Joe you're with your roommates, right? Yep. So you're is that you know, has that been tough for you to stay stay there or stay then the stay with your mom cuz your mom's still working, right? Yeah, yeah, she's still staying busy, but um I've been able to see her, like, especially towards the beginning of everything going on here. It's probably been, like, it's probably been about four weeks since I've seen her now. So it hasn't been horrible. You know, now that I'm close by, I get to see her throughout the year. It hasn't been too bad of a transition. You get to call her each day, see what's going on. Mm-hmm. But uh, the biggest thing is um, a lot of guys here just trying to stay in, trying to stay low. You know, most people aren't even in the townhouses here where I'm staying at. So it really hasn't been a hard to just kind of stay low here also. Sure. Well, you ride by. What are you taking out? What are you taking away from all this? Uh, I think what Noah said is good, man. Uh, spending time with your family, getting to know them. A lot of us are away at college right now. So just uh, spending as much time as possible with them. And uh, my grandfather lives with us now, so haven't been able to see him that much and this has been good to spend time with him and just be around him sure sure and I think like a lot of your it it sounds like some of your coaches have all kind of said that as well you know kind of take this time to take a step back not worry about you know playing as much as much it is to stay home stay healthy you know keep with your the people that matter the most so uh you guys got sound like you got some good um good people behind you as well um so what have you liked so far man What, what what have you liked so far about college um, for me, I you know, I've gone to three different schools now, so I've met a ton of different people, uh, a lot of different uh, people I get to follow throughout the season. You know, it's an exciting time. i got a lot of friends at different schools. Um, just continuing to uh, grow as a baseball player and grow as a person and meet new people. You know, it's just it's, over the past four years, that's what uh, I've taken away from it most. You know, sure, man. Yeah, growing your network's huge, especially out. when you look to get a job, you know, like growing your mm-hmm. network's going to be pretty big. Yeah, get to see new places, hear new things. But you know, what have you taken so far about from your college experience? <laughs> I'm kind of like Joe a good bit, you know. I think it's the relationships that you build with the people that are going to last a lifetime. And, I mean, um, you know, obviously I've only been in college for two years and Joe's been – just about all up and down the East Coast. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's definitely uh, the people that you get to play with and the people you get to meet. And I've met some great people at, at Flagler and getting to know some of the guys that live down in Florida or live farther up north. You know, we have a bunch of guys from New York. It's just definitely relationships that are going to last the rest of my life. And 
Can't can't beat it. Sure, buddy. I just think it's fun. I mean, college baseball is just completely different than uh, high school. Traveling all the time, going to new stadiums, seeing all the new parks, um, getting to know guys from different teams, playing summer ball with different guys, seeing them whenever you play them in college. It's a uh, it's a different game. It's a lot more fun. I like it. Said so it like piggyback off of Joe and uh, Noah, like the relationships, like friendships that I've made with like people, but say like living out on my own, like not with my parents and having like responsibilities, like not having like a set schedule every day and like having to time manage like with academics and like sports and all like it's tough like and socially but um like I've learned a lot from that like being out on my own and like having my own apartment with roommates and having to clean like I've never like cleaned or done laundry like here at home before college like now I do but before then like that's the biggest like growing up in college is like the biggest thing I've taken away so far so, Kutch, are you, are you off campus now? Yeah, I'm, all, I'm in an off-campus apartment right now. And then next, like, in the fall, <laughs> I moved into an apartment or a house with uh, seven other guys. There's eight bedrooms, so. Animal house style. Yep, living in a mansion. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> no, are you, still, are you still on campus? No, um, I live off campus uh, in a house with two other guys. It's about a mile off campus, actually closer to the beach. But so um, those things happen for you guys. Like, did those things kind of happen just pretty? I guess you would say organically. They just happened like just kind of. Hey, man, like you guys were good buddies. Hey, man, let's just get a let's just get a, get a place next year. Yeah, for me, um, it was, uh, they're they're upperclassmen. So I was a sophomore this year. They were juniors, and they were like they already had a house. They're like, you want to come move in with us? And I was like, yeah, that worked. So that's kind of how it worked for me. So basically, everybody just kind of has just a simple thing. Like you just you're good buddies. Like, hey, man, we got a room. Yeah. Just, it's natural it's kind of the way things go like you get out of the dorms and then it's kind of like for us it's like dorms like that are like apartment that's like affiliated under the like the school but it's off campus and then like junior senior year you can still live there like i'm living with like seniors next year technically and they just like cut you want to move in with us I'm like yeah why not so just natural i think it just fills in through the years too like as people graduate, you're just filling their spots to go and hold the houses that you guys already have. Right. So what do you, so I guess based off of those, like, so like, I know you, like Ryan, Rob, I talked a lot about um, just how different it is uh, between college and high school. So like, let's just talk about some of those. What are like some of the big differences besides Ryan talk about like just a ton of travel, um, you know, the different place you're going to go. You know, we used to think, you know, going on Manchester Valley was a big deal, you know, <laughs> uh, going to Iron you know, hour and a half. But, um, you know, what are some of those biggest differences you see between college and high school? For me, it's managing your time. I mean, traveling all the time, you have to be able to manage your schoolwork and uh, still be able to study whatever you have to for baseball. And it's just, it's a lot to uh, wrap your head around. So it's a lot of like, like, I didn't really think about it, but you miss a lot of classes in season. Like, Midweeks, you're missing Tuesday, like Tuesday classes. You're missing every, like mostly every Friday class if you're like at a home series. Like you miss a ton of class. Like you have to make friendships in class too with people to get notes because like your pe- professors won't just like give you notes. Like you're going to have to get them from people. Like that's at least my experience. So I would say like to piggyback off of Ryan, like time management with that too. Like managing 
like your schoolwork. Like when like when we were in North Carolina, like at schoolwork, like schoolwork, and then you went and played a game. Like it was, you had to get your schoolwork done first. Though, like it, because like after a game, you're not gonna want to sit there and like do schoolwork. You're gonna want to think and like hang out with your buddies in the hotel and stuff. But you're not gonna want to sit and read ten pages or whatever you have to do. So. I mean, kind of along those same lines, you know, we'd take a trip up to Young Harris, which is in North Georgia, and that's about nine hours from Flagler. And we'd leave on a Thursday, and after a Saturday game, we'd play at like one o'clock. There'd just be like 15 of us in the hotel lobby just doing homework from like six to 11 o'clock because that's, that's our time, you know. That's, uh, that's the time that we're given to do that work, and that's kind of how we did it. So again, just managing the time and finding time to be able to just do your schoolwork, you know, and then be disciplined enough to get it done. But I think, Coach, what you're also talking about is just like you said, I think one of the main things, really cool thing we said about, and I've never heard that, is making friendships in the class too, basically outside your team to get notes. I think that's a pretty cool, uh, it's a pretty good, pretty good tip there, man. Like it's hard socially, like you're busy all the time, like your friendships like are mostly with baseball guys, like your teammates or your friends, like they're your brothers, but like you have to like know other people because like you might not have a class with the base. Like even if you do, then who are you gonna get notes from? Like you're gonna have to make friendships outside of like the team. And for some people, that's hard. Like if you're not social, but like I mean, I mean, I sit next to somebody and I'll like just say hi to them and like sh- not shoot the shit. Uh, like start a conversation with them, but like become friends. So you can get schoolwork done. Yeah. Well, you, Joe, I mean, you've seen big differences. I mean, you got some really good perspective, buddy. Like, what's the big difference between high school and um, – For me, the biggest difference is uh, just the amount of baseball that you're around. You know, in high school, it's – you know, baseball is so focused on one season. You know, fall ball is bigger now, but still not – still not the amount of baseball you play in a fall ball at your college. Uh, it's just the amount of uh, knowledge that you take in, especially those first two years. Uh, it's just absolutely ridiculous because of the baseball year round and uh you know the time management and fall semester as well just because you know you you do have the you know you're at college you do have more temptations but you know you got to keep in mind that you are a student athlete as well and uh you, know, you have to make decisions that are look out for the team first and make sure that you're putting yourself in a, the best situation you know before you let loose and uh, let yourself do all the other activities sure Ryan anything else you want to touch base with besides this you know like you said all the travel and stuff was there anything else I mean you now just went through a big coaching change too like you know is there was there a big difference between high school and college how that even that with that kind of stuff too yeah I mean it's it's not only just uh, managing your time but it's understanding your coach understanding what he's trying to get out of you Uh, our new coach came in and he kind of kind of was hard on us and he, I think he was trying to break guys and just see what we were made out of. So I think that was just be mentally tough and be ready to be pushed uh, more so than you have been. Be ready to be pushed. Yep. Especially if you're going to go to a big pro, you know, most people want to go to big time programs, get recruited, so then you better be ready. Yep. Like I remember a conversation I had with you, Ryan, like um, – I think we were, I think we were at like an MSABC thing or something like that. I down in a Bay Sox stadium. And you said you really wanted to go to Radford. I'm like, well, 
you better be ready because that guy's going to be in your face. <laughs> you know, I'm yep. going to let you know that that guy was going to be, you know, all over you just because you just, you just got to be ready. I would, like I told you, I like, I would, I wasn't going to be one of like, well, I wish my coach would have said something, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you just need to be ready. Like, just, just be ready. And if that's what you want to do, just, all right, just be ready for it. Um, yep. It's funny. Like, so I guess Joe, um, you know, you talk about taking in so much stuff and so like having to, you know, build so much knowledge and be around. So was there one thing, was there something that really prepared you? Like, what do you think the most, uh, what was, how were you prepared maybe better than someone else? Um, to enter your program, to be, to go through all of these things that you talked about. Was there anything that really helped you through that process? To um, get prepared for college? Yeah, college just to get, get prepared for all this time management and, you know, being, oh. knowing my coach wants, wants me to do and, you know, being able to say, okay, I'm going to do that later, but I got to do this now or just be ready. Like you said, the top, the first two years of baseball, like was there, was there anything that prepared you better than maybe you know, just to kind of go through all that? Um, I mean, just going through it is a big thing, just learning how to prioritize and learning how to uh, be optimistic with uh, different requests from your coaches and from your advisors and from teachers. It, you know, baseball is entirely different in college than it is in high school, but so is the classroom just because of uh, you spend so much less time in there. So you really have to be open with uh, reaching out to them as well, your teachers and your coaches and you know, letting them help you whenever you need the help. But, um, you know, when we were in high school, you know, we we all kind of just like banded together and just kind of decided that we were going to, you know, do this and get ourselves prepared for college at, you know, the best way we can. I think that's just what helped all four of us, honestly. Anybody else just want to say like what, you know, what might have prepared you? What's something that, you know, most prepared you for the, for college, for this experience? I think our, uh, and baseball wise, our practices in high school were, I mean, pretty, pretty comparable to what they are in college. Uh, the games are obviously a lot different, uh, get there three, four hours before the game high school, you're getting there an hour, hour and a half, two hours before. Um, but practices are pretty much the same, uh, pretty much knew what to expect whenever I was going in and, uh, yeah, I feel like I was well prepared to compete my freshman year. Yeah. I'd say to like piggyback off of that, like I 100% agree with that. But um, like another, like instead of a practice, like a, there's morning lifts that we used to have. Like for us, like in the fall, like those are, I mean, I've we're lifting Monday, Wednesday, Friday in college at 6 a.m. and then swim Tuesday, Thursday at 6 a.m. Like it wasn't on the scale in high school that it is, like it is in college, but we still did, like we still had to get up and, do that and then go to school like that is exactly what I do for like a month and a half in the fall at school so that definitely prepared me for like I feel like that gave me like an advantage compared to some other kids like I'd be up and I was like gotten to a routine of getting up early but then some kids would like wouldn't miss workouts and then like obviously because they just couldn't get up they weren't used to doing that so I feel like I was more prepared than them yeah, I'm gonna say it's all about the desire the drive I feel like we all built that early on because we had to in order to play for you at Smithsburg we had to have the desire and drive to keep at it and actually want to play baseball I feel like that really carries over to college you see that really early on too you see those kids that come in as freshmen they're just like well I don't want to go lift four times a week at 6 a.m they go to practice for three hours and those are the ones that quit really fast so I think it's the 
you know, desire to want to keep playing baseball as long as we can, kind of just the love of the game. For sure, for sure. And, and, and every single one of you have it, that's for damn sure. You know what I mean? So you guys love to play the game and, you know, you're fun guys that coach, that's for sure. Um, but um, so I guess, I guess when you look at this, so when you've, you've talked about your guys' programs, um, you know, and, you know, what's kind of prepared you for the program and the going through that. So what do you guys feel like is the best thing about your programs? You know, what do you, what, what maybe attracted you to it? Like what, what's, what was the, what's the, well, I guess that's two different things, but right now, I guess, as you're, as you've been in it, or I guess going through it, um, what's the best thing about your program or what's, what's like the best thing that you like about it, you know, and Joe, like you've, you've experienced three programs, like what was maybe something that, man, I really, I really enjoyed that about this program. Mm-hmm. Um, what's something that, you know, you really have liked about what you're doing because you're all at great schools you know like you're all at really great schools been in great programs under some great people um so what what do you what do you really like most about it um mostly about Shepard I like you know the guys here it's really not clicky at all that's that's important you know, team chemistry off the field is just important as team chemistry on the field you know that kind of carries over onto the field and I think that's why we play good you know that's kind of what we do well at our advantage we just you know, off the field, we band together. We make sure we have close relationships. We're tight. And then we just let that kind of transition to the field. And I think that's kind of been their uh, their thing in the past few years as well. It's just worked for them. Yeah, it's funny. I, I see that a lot from all the Shepherd teams that I've ever really followed. And even, you know, like my buddy Jimmy Jackson at Radford, at, um, James Madison, you know, like he's a Shepherd. I've known the guys for, for 20 years there. Mm-hmm. Um, they always seem to have that. Is that something that, you know, just kind of happens being at Shepherd, or is that – something that coach McCarty and coach Smith kind of just preach or is that just the kind of guys they recruit or uh, it's just it's a little bit of everything I think it's the atmosphere uh you know it's just what the guys that have been here before us have left behind us or left you know left behind them and you know what the, they wanted their legacy to be as and what they wanted uh Shepherd to remember be remembered as which is just you know a school where guys come together and just ball out you know that's what we do so that's what you do yeah you know it's just the atmosphere yeah, it's a great atmosphere. Yeah. What, you, what about you, Kutch? What do you love about Lockheed, man? I would say, like, the thing that, like, I that I like the most is, like, the ability to, like, compete for, like, a spot. Like, I felt like when I was, like, a freshman coming in, like, I had some, like, other interests and could have went to other places. But, like, the thing that drew me to the program was, like, I can come in here and I can, like, compete. Like, that's what, the, like, the coach on my recruiting visit was, like, I want you to come in here and, like, you're going to compete for a spot. And that's something that I, I didn't want to sit for, like, compete and then just sit and like I got some time my freshman year like I I worked hard like had a good fall got some got some midweek starts like in the spring and hit well and that like carried over to like to more playing time like I think that's the most like the best thing about my program like is like and then I got replaced this year at shortstop by a freshman that came in competed in the fall played like fantastic in the fall and played shortstop but then they gave me the opportunity to compete for an outfield spot and then started in right field like I've just the ability to compete would be like the, the best thing about my program. The thing that really <clears throat> drew me in uh, was the pitching coach at the time, whenever I was in high school, uh, Queenie. He was a uh, pitching coach or national pitching coach of the year in 15, I think, 15 or 16. And, I mean, obviously he's not there now, but um, that was one of the main things that I looked at whenever uh, – I was looking at schools who had a good pitching coach who was going to develop me. Um, 
and uh, just the, the facilities that we're uh, able to use and a nice indoor facility that we can go in whenever it's uh, 30 degrees outside. We can go in and still get our work in, still long toss into the net. And uh, that was that was one of the big things for me. What do you love about your program now? We love about Flacco, buddy. For me, it's uh, it's all about the culture. Um, you know, I'm a big culture guy. I really like the way the coaches balance practice and how we know how to have fun on one side and also get our work done. We know how to take both, and, you know, still make it about a game, but also know that, you know, we're out there to compete for a championship every year. And, you know, we won one last year and I was our first one. And since we had joined the peach belt. So we went where, you know, this year we chased after that feeling and we didn't get to finish this even season, obviously, but I think it's the culture that is building and has been there for a while. You know, uh, coach Barnett, our head coach, he's been there for 45 years. So he's, he definitely knows a lot about college baseball and there's a lot to learn from him. And, you know, the other coach staff with uh, coach Pelkey at the pitching coach, he's, he knows a lot and it's a lot about specialization. So like a sidearm guy like me, you know, he has tips and tools for me to do different things at practice that'll help me get better. That uh, is just a little different. Noah, is your uh, is your pitching coach down there a sidearm guy? He yeah he he knows he a lot does. about sidearm, you know he he does obviously know stuff about over the top too but yeah that's that's one of the reasons I was attracted down there because he he is a sidearm guy like he actually throws sidearm I think it's what Ryan's like he actually throws sidearm. He doesn't actually throw a sidearm, but he he's a sidearm. He understands. Oh, okay, okay. okay. He understands the mechanics of it. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Like when you got when you were going through that, you know, we knew that those guys they were looking for it. They always loved them. Yeah. So that's something they always recruit because there is there's just there's a certain coaches that that like that and want to have one on every team, and other guys that just want no part of it. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Uh, Ryan, I mean, That's I guess Ryan, Ryan kind of went this way, which I thought was, was, I really, I heard, um, you know, the relationships and her competing, um, you guys didn't know about that, I guess. Well, I guess, Kutch, I guess you kind of knew about that. They, they told you about we're competing, but like when you were going through all of this, what really made you decide that's the school I want to go to? Like, what was, you know, uh, what drew you to that program when you said, I, I want to commit to this guy, you know, what, what was, what was that thing that really maybe set them apart? I know with Ryan, Ryan talked about, you know, the pitching coach and things like that. So I guess, I guess, you know, what else for all you other guys, like what really drew you? Like, I mean, not, they, they didn't really talk about that, you know, so but what drew you to that, I guess, besides um, just when you were going through that, because I mean, you guys were all looking at other places. You guys were all, you know, wanting to go anywhere you could. So why'd you decide there? Like mine for me personally, like the, the PSAC is a great conference baseball-wise, so that was already like a check. Um, for me, I wanted to be a physical therapist, and they had one of the best health science, like, education programs in the country. Like, it's, like, top ten in the country. I mean, I'm not in that major anymore because sciences were, like, really hard for me. But anyhow, that's something that drew me into that, though. And then another thing is, like, Lock Haven is very similar to, like, a Smithsburg area where it's, like, surrounded by mountains and – like there's a big like river and just reminded me of home like being at home at like it had a small town feel and I I really enjoyed that part of it too. I do. I actually remember you saying that. I remember you saying mm-hmm. it. it reminded me of home. Yeah, for me it's been um <clears throat> you know hearing the other guys what they had to say about this place. You know, Justin was like the first one to text me last year. Whenever uh 
I entered the portal. So uh, Justin Mitchell, both of them just texted me and uh, gave me their word on what they thought about this place. And that was pretty much just enough. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you there, buddy. Like I, I tell everybody, I'm, I'm sure I told you guys this, but I'm like, go talk to the players. Like you mm-hmm. have to yeah. have a day, have a night, you know, to spend the night and talk to the players. Like I feel like that's so valuable. Like you just get it's just more of a lit, a real litmus test of like, hey man, here's what this guy's about. You know, here's yep. what practice about. Like I know, uh, like Mike Franklin, Coach Franklin from Catoctin was telling me like when he took his. Salisbury trip just about how the guys would tend to say like, yeah, we don't really practice here. You know, we're not really doing that. He's like, well, I'm not, I'm not gonna be about that. You know, like it's just, there's such a, there's such a realness to that conversation. So I'm glad you said something about that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so Ryan, was there anything else, Ryan? I mean, I know Ryan and Noah, you both were kind of, I, I guess it was all about the pitching coach and things like that. Was there anything else that drew you to, to that? Um, I'd, I'd say kind of along, along the uh, lines of what Kutch said uh, with the major, um, I'm studying sport management and that's, you know, I wanted to do something with sports and they had the major I wanted. And, and uh, I, when I went down there for the camp, uh, before my senior year started, it was one of those camps where the pitchers threw at the end of the day, around four or five o'clock on a Saturday. And it had been storming all day. So they kept pushing stuff back. And I finally got to pitch and I got in and I threw one pitch. And then they called it for lightning. So I only got to throw one live pitch to one batter. And it was just a fastball. I think I, it was a strike from the outside corner. And then they called it. So I didn't get to throw anymore. And the uh, coach Barnett called me over and he's like, you know, I, all I needed to see was that one pitch. And he's like, you know, I want you. I'm going to, I'll be in contact soon, you know. But, for me, it was that it was that kind of special moment, you know. You kind of get that feeling like, well, this wouldn't have happened, you know. So that was kind of it for me. Uh, one of the things for me was uh, how like they stayed on me in the recruiting process. I mean, they were one of the first schools to uh, contact me, and then uh, throughout the summer of my junior year, um, when I played for the Red Sox, uh, they would be there almost every game and uh, I'd have bad outings and they would still come out and see me one more time. They say, we just want to see you one more time. And uh, just the loyalness they had to me and the hope that they had in me to uh, keep watching me. Yeah, that's great. That's, uh, that's funny. That's how, that's, um, that's kind of like about my biggest thing that really drew me to it was coach Cyrus at Salisbury. I mean, he was, he was relentless, you know, he was relentless and yeah, the loyalty that they show you is, it's hard. It makes it hard to say no for sure, and yep. you know, it also shows that their relationship. It also shows what they're going to be about in some ways too. So, what was something? So, going through this recruiting process, like, what was something that you wish you knew before you entered? You know, before you started all that. What was one thing you wish you knew? You know, like, man, I wish I would have known that beforehand. Um, you know, and something that you wish you knew before you started that whole recruiting process. I mean, like the process, like back in uh, like early high school, yeah, like first yeah. time, yep, like yep. think about school and everything. Yep, yep. Or even like you know, like even with your, even in your situation, you know, just the whole the whole process, of basically choosing a school. You know, mm-hmm. what is something you wish? Like if you didn't, 
um, you know, like you went to a place you really didn't want to go, or if you went to a place, you know, like where you love, like what, or, you know, maybe you made a mistake while you're there. Like, you know, I'm sure there's certain things that you wish maybe you knew that maybe from a scholarship standpoint, you know, if I would get more money this way, or, um, you know, wish you knew that maybe if I would have looked into this, uh, I would have, it would have got me more prepared. You know, mm -hmm. not saying you would have gone somewhere different. It's just like, you know, maybe it would have, you would have done something a little differently. It'd been to make things a little, the transition would have been easier. Um, right. Just anything you wish you probably would have known. I guess the, like the thing for me, like looking back on it, I mean, we both, I mean, we all know that I never wanted to play college baseball. I mean, I came into high school thinking I was going to be a college basketball player, but after like getting some more interest from baseball than basketball in high school, I would say the thing I wish I knew was that division doesn't matter. Like, I think that's like a big thing. Like, in high school, my, my head was wrapped around going deep. Like, once I was set on college baseball, it was, like, I wanted, like, D1's where I'm going. Like, looking back on it, like, the PSAC is great baseball. It's one of the best Division two conferences, in, like, in the country. And I guarantee you some D2 teams could be low-major D1 teams. And that's something that I didn't realize in high school until, like, until, like, now that I'm in college and I see, like, looking back, like, that's something I would tell – like kids like good players like if you're like getting low major d1 like looks like you can also get like high major d2 like go email like your PSAC schools email your peach belt schools email like your your uh coastal carolinas is that if you want to go like far away from home i'd be emailing those type of coaches to do that so because that's still high quality baseball and like the PSAC's close to home too so that's something I would say. That's great advice, Blake. For me, I think it's about the scholarships. Um, you know, I was, I was very, I did very well in high school, GPA wise and academics. So I got a lot of scholarships for academics and, you know, thinking about baseball wise coming in freshman year, I didn't have a scholarship and, you know, coming in that kind of bothered me a little bit but you know I was one of the only two freshmen to make the roster freshman year and I beat out a bunch of scholarship players so I don't think the amount of scholarship you get really defines what kind of a baseball player you are and you know obviously you can get a lot of money academically if you do well um, which I have which I think has definitely given me more drive to be better at baseball. <clears throat> One thing that I wish I would have done more of uh, is definitely visit more schools and like walk around the campus and uh, like get just see more uh, more of my options. Um, like playing summer ball, you're at most of the schools, but I never really took the time to walk around the campuses and talk to any guys. I just played the games at their field and then left. Uh, I think it would have been cool to walk around the walk around the. Uh, the school and see, see what the campus is all about and uh, maybe talk to a couple of the guys that played on the team and got what they think. Yeah. That's uh, yeah. It's, I think there's a, there's a lot of that too. I think it's just maybe a cool thing or, you know, I, I remember like even when I do the select stuff, you know, we're going to different JUCOs. I'm like, just take it, just take a trip. Like just walk around. Like there's nothing, you know, at least it'll say like, I don't want to do this or I, Hey, like, you know, I'm looking for this in a school. You know, um, I think that's really good advice. Yeah, just noticing something. 
you know, knows something about a certain field. It's like, oh, that's kind of attractive part of the field. I like that. Yeah, that's a, those are really good pieces of advice for sure. So now you talk about the scholarships and all. So like you're saying advice-wise, you would just say um, something you wish you would have known would be that you can get other types of scholarships? Yeah. So, I mean, I get, I get some academic grants that I didn't realize I was going to get coming into college. Um, you know, you perform well at certain schools. There's different scholarships you can apply for for your major, things like that some things that I just don't think I was fully aware of going into college, that there is more opportunities to get more scholarships as you go through college. Oh, okay. So as you're going through college, you know, knowing that you can add on those things or um, has, has the coaching staff talked to you about, you know, earning, earning even baseball money in the future too? Yeah. I mean, I didn't really get to do much this year, right. but I feel like going forward, that's definitely something that, could happen. Sure. Sure. And I don't know, like, you know, sticking to sports management and that they've also helped place you what with the, with the dolphins. Uh, so this past fall, I worked with the Jaguars. Jaguars. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I went down there on Sundays on game days and I did fan experience. So I got to do stuff on the field during halftime, things like that. So that was a really cool opportunity I had. That's cool. That is really cool. That's really cool. So would that would would those kind of things be the same thing as like advice you would give people? You would just say, hey man, just make sure that you take it, take trips, make sure you walk around, you know, make sure you look at scholarships. Is that the same kind of advice, or would there be anything more specific than that? Um I, I to the walking around thing, I think it's important to know what kind of classroom you're looking for. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, Kutch said that it's important to have like he likes the small town feel. Are you talking about like class sizes? Yeah. Yeah, I'm talking about class sizes. So for me, my classes are like 10 to 12 people max. And I absolutely love that because I actually get to have a one-on-one -on -one relationship with my professor. And you know, I think that's part of the reason why I got to do the Jaguars thing because I had a good relationship with one of my professors. And she was like, you know, I have this opportunity. You know, Would you like to go do this? I was like, yeah, absolutely. So I don't think you really get those opportunities. I mean, I'm sure you, you can get those opportunities at a big school. I feel like a smaller school kind of gives you more of a chance for that sort of thing. Um, for me, you know, even when I was uh, first starting to go through the recruiting process, something that kind of was important to me was going to a program that was had a winning culture, you know, that, you know, typically did win and typically did know, you know, how to manufacture guys, you know, I don't know, just, just knew how to manufacture wins and knew how to manufacture championships and, you know, had that reputation. I think that's important, you know, just joining the right culture to set you up in life. Yeah, that's, a, that's, a, that's big, Joe. I mean, I think just, to, yeah. just like you said, to join, set you up right in life too, you know, like it's big, cool thing. I'd, I'd ask, like, if you're having, like, trouble getting recruited by coaches, I don't think, like, that any of us, four of us, like, Playing summer ball obviously helps a lot, like getting exposure for that. But like also sending out emails, like emails to coaches. But you have to – a bunch of people send emails, like mass emails to a bunch of coaches. And like those coaches aren't going to open those mass emails that – like but like if you put in the subject line that like it's to them or like like making it special for them like to open it and to look at it and to look at your video, like your PBR video or your perfect game video or something like that you have to make it specific to like 
it's like deer and then you're gonna recredit like write it to the recruiting coordinator but you're just not gonna like deer coach like they're not gonna open up a mass email like that like if you you have to make it like too dumb and then i feel like that catches their attention more and then you're more likely to get a response from them and maybe set up a visit and then that's when like walking the campus and all like comes into play then yeah i wish i wish that i had done more camps rather than uh and you're trying to reach out to coaches, sending them video or, you know, by the games. Like, I like I wish I would have just gone and, you know, put myself right in front of them rather than asking them to have myself in front of them. Yeah, so, like, look, here's like, who I, I I don't think I ever got really a response in an email. Like, maybe maybe one, it was probably just a spam. I don't even know. I can't remember. <laughs> yeah, you know, I sent out plenty and never really got any responses. Right. <laughs> yeah. Just undermine all my advice, Joe. Just yeah. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> same thing. Just get yourself you, out in front of them. No, for I me, mean, the, the, the yeah. emails didn't work for me, Kutch. So, how many camps did you do, Joe? Did you do like a bunch of camps or? No, I didn't do enough. That's no. what I'm saying. I wish I had done yeah. more. I don't remember. Uh, I just suckled like showcases and. Uh, yeah, I don't remember Joe doing any camp. I said I did. Like I did. I'm trying to think. Like I did JMU's camp. Got in front of the Millersville. I did. A, like I was already talking to Millersville a little bit, but then did a camp to see that like. For them to see me again, so that's. I mean, I. It's good advice, Joe. I mean, kind of undermined yeah. my thing. Yeah, but. Emails uh, I, no, me, I man. think the, the the point that you're making, Kutch, is that you don't send a mass email. Yeah. You know, the point you're making is it needs to be personal. No matter what you're doing to a coach, it needs to be personal. Yeah. And Joe said, yeah, to that point is it needs to be personal enough where like I'm just going to put myself yeah, in front of them. So yeah, I, sure. They're the two. So they're very good pieces of advice because yeah. I had people tell me the other day, like I'm just going to send out a bunch of emails. Like you better not send out a bunch of emails because no mm-hmm. one's going to look at that nonsense. Like you need to say, like, just focus on this one and give them a good email. Like, do some research and say, "Coach, I like this about your program, and mm-hmm. here's me and here's what I am." Like, it needs to be very specific. Have you guys heard? Like, I mean, um, I mean, shoot, I mean, I know Ryan, like, your your coach is a crazy recruiter. Well, all, all of you guys are, but have have you heard them say anything about recruiting since you've been there? Like, oh man, this guy's not going to do this, or like, I wish people would just do this. Have they, Have you heard them say anything like that? For me, yeah, I mean. I'll say my coach has talked to me about you reaching out about like the perfect or not the perfect, that PBR stuff with yeah. Funktown and like coming out and stuff like he's like, I love that. Like, and I've had my coach come up to me. He's like, we don't have many guys from your, like your area. If you know of anybody, like just let us like send them out, like send them out, like your stuff, like his stuff. Like there's like, I was like, thinking about Corey Jamison until he committed to Shepard. Like I want some at like Shepard's like the go-to school, like from our area. Like it's, PSAC baseball like come up like come up my way like come play with me like I was thinking like Josh Black um just a couple of those guys that like there's some good Washington County baseball players like I know Corey Walters uh, we played Red Sox together way back like my junior year of high school but like he's I guess this would have been his sophomore year at HCC but I don't know how that works like with this going on he'll still be able to come back if he wants okay I'll we'll have like Joe he'll have the option did you go guys will yep I said that's that's one guy that he impressed like in he high school like he didn't impress me but like after that summer like he got so much better that summer and then came back and he was an animal until and then his senior year he got hurt I I figured he was probably gonna go somewhere D two like I know he was talking to like Millersville and stuff but like that's a guy that like I like told my coach about like reach out to him like he's he can play <clears throat> oh my he's a ball player oh yeah. So Ryan, Ryan, has any has your coach said anything about recruiting at all? Like, did you hear much about those guys? No, not really. He's uh he's going with a lot of JUCO guys right now. 
he's trying to get his players into the program and uh, trying to get them, you know, the winning culture uh, sure. right away because he's expected to do that. Um, but I think I think videos are going to be huge right now, uh, especially with not being able to play in front of college coaches. Uh, if you have good video of you pitching, playing, send it to the coaches because that's how recruitment is going to be done right now. For, until this is always resolved, you're not right. going to be able to go to camps and all that. So you might as well do as much as you can. Absolutely. And speaking of that, you know, here's how I mean, on the other end of that is I had a, I had a guy who I've been helping. Um, and he was like, he was looking at a place in Arizona and the coach did like a virtual college tour, you know, mm-hmm. and like, just took him on his phone. Like, here's how everything is, you know, like, that's just, that's just where we're at right now, you know? And so, yeah, I, I totally, totally agree with that. I mean, video, um, and doing those kind of things live just to kind of say, Hey, here's what I, my daily routine is. You know what I mean? If you've got a guy that's out there, like, like basically like Joe and I did in a basement, just still getting his stuff done. Noah's out here in the side yard, videotape that up said, Harry, here's where, here's my workout. Here's what my daily, here's what a day in my life right now looks like. You know, you have a great chance of, you know, really showing who you are. So I totally agree with that, Ron. That's for sure. But I mean, I guess the, the biggest thing, you know, like I guess the last thing I really just want to get into, you know, um, you know, all you guys are great guys. You know, you guys are really good, you know, great young men. Um, you know, you've, you've now surrounded yourself. You always surround yourself with good people, uh, great players. You know, now you've, like Joe said, you've now getting even more players. You follow a bunch of guys. You've been playing summer ball. What, what traits have you seen in these really good players? What have you seen? And all these guys, you know, like, cause you know, at, at first from Smithsburg, it's very, it's a very small, small bowl. Now that you've, your bowl has become a lot bigger. What have you noticed between all these great players and what really separates them? I think it's the great players that I've played with. They're being able to push uh, other players that aren't giving their all. And it's not, they're not going to, I mean, at the time they may, uh, think less of you or whatever if you yell at them or get in their uh, head but in the end they're gonna they're gonna realize that that was for the best of them and they're gonna respect that and you're gonna get the best out of them so I, I'd say for me like like looking at some of the best players I've ever played with like Joe I mean all all three of these guys are in that list but there's one last year he was a senior he's now our hitting our volunteer hitting coach but this guy, he was the first one at practice. He was there 30 minutes early, would hit off the tee, and he would stay after after like a three-hour practice, he would still stay for another hour and like get more balls in center field. Like he's the most hardworking guy that I have ever like played with. And then it also was in the weight room too. Like he was 5'7", 165 pounds, and he was putting the same amount of like squat weight that myself at 6'1", 200 pounds was, was putting on the squat bar. Like he just – he pushed that limit like he pushed his body and he knew what he wanted and he was the most hardworking person so I would say like hard like he just worked hard so I would say for me you know there's a few guys of mine that you know have really just stood out you know over the years and you know the biggest thing for each of them was you know consistency and it's not just uh you know going balls to the walls, working hard every single day for 365 years or 365 days of the year. It's just 
you know, every single day, just putting your time in, putting your work in, uh, thinking about quality over quantity and just really trying to get an understanding of the game and uh, perfecting your craft, you know, whether you're pitching, whether you're you know, fielding, hitting, whatever it is, it's just going in there and, uh, you know, taking the time and really being able to lock in and uh, focus on what you're trying to do and be able to break down what you're trying to get done and accomplish with your goals. You know, those guys just really you know, have a mindset of what they want to get done. You know, that's the biggest thing I've been able to see. I mean, kind of along the same line, I'd say like the biggest thing that I've seen, um, uh, I'd say one guy this year, Aaron Anderson, he played first base. He's just grad transferring to Liberty, actually. Um, he, uh, he was just diligent on the field, off the field. He had a 4.0 GPA all through college. The dude was just good at everything, you know, and he wasn't a big me guy. He was definitely a team player that wanted to push everybody else just as much. And yeah, he's going to, he'd probably get in your face and yell at you during practice or a game or something that might not be worth it, but he just wanted to get you better. He wanted to get himself better. And he was all about, you know, team winning and team first. And I, I just respected that so much and being around it for two years definitely made me a better person and a better leader. Yeah. The, uh, the best guys I played was also, but are also, uh, guys you never have to worry about off the field. You know, they're never guys they are in academic trouble or, uh, you know, just in trouble outside of school or baseball in general. Yeah. That's a great, great, great point. Never have to worry. Yeah, about that's just piggyback off the middle saying. Absolutely. I mean, I guess one thing I would add to get recruited, like I know for me at Miller's, Millersville, like he was, Coach Sheehan was really like happy and glad that I was a, like a multi-sport athlete. Like, that's enough like to like make yourself different than like, I don't play with like many guys on my college team weren't just baseball players in high school. Like I feel like that's like a, a myth that like people believe that like they want specialization in just like a single sport. That's not true. Like they want to see like leaders and like, Coach she and I remember like being like point guard, like the guy on the basketball team too, and like being like a leader in another sport than just like a shortstop on the baseball field really like attracted like me to him. Like he really liked that about me. So that's one thing. Like if you're a, if you're a very athletic kid, like to still play other sports, like don't quit your sport just because like oh I, like I want to play college like baseball. Like don't just quit like basketball or another sport. Like still play that sport and be good at that sport, but. Know like know what you want, but be able to be versatile. So that's a trait that colleges look at, like college coaches look at. So yeah, I agree. Yeah, it only helps you, especially it only helps you. Yeah. You're, you're trying to because the thing about now, one's the you know I remember I remember throwing out in the outfield. Yep. Uh, in high school. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't good. We all remember that. We <laughs> do. <laughs> <laughs> so, being an athletic kid definitely that helps, was... you know. Brian had found a new position. <laughs> uh, Brian always gave you the business because of that. <laughs> oh, <my. laughs> oh, that's, good. that's good. But, you know, I mean, even Joe, we all think of Joe. I mean, I guess, Joe, you played second base in high school some, you know, but, like, I don't know. You go, we go through those different positions, even with Bob Waters, you know, like being the guy and throwing however many innings and being like a – Max effort. I'm a relief guy. Got to get in there, throw my bullets, and you know, then just kind of that process. You know, like it's a, uh, it's really tough. And I think being athletic also helps you make those adjustments mm-hmm. a little bit easier. Yeah, definitely. And you know, like I said, uh, just being optimistic. You know, 
injuries happen throughout the season. It's a long season always. Just be prepared, be prepared, you know, for whatever your role is, you know, bound to change. Yeah, I remember talking to you last year, um, you know, while you were going through your transition with uh, Eastern Kentucky and, you Western. know, Western, sorry. Uh, Western. And just, sorry. And then just like, um, you know, like you, you did, you always said just, you always said that optimism, like, you know, the season could change, you know, or uh, before you got hurt, you know, and just like, I'm just going to be a good, I'm just being a good teammate right now. And those are things that those guys gonna remember too, you know? Um, yeah. That's why you can probably still call on those guys and you're following those guys and, who knows? One of those guys might have a, a a business opportunity for you down the road, you know. And who knows, man? Yeah, and being a teammate is always uh, more important, anyways. You know, building those relationships, you know, enjoying the game together. Sure. Anything else, no, Rabbi? That you guys want to send us off on? I'm good. Just kind of touch on what Joe said there for a minute. I think I think that is what people remember. It's, you know, how you treated them, how they treated you, what kind of a teammate you were. You know, nobody's going to remember, you know, you threw 50 innings and you had a 1-5 ERA. Like, yeah, it's going to be in the record books or whatever, but it's going to be what people remember, what you did after practice, you know, what you did in between classes, stuff like that. That's what, that's what the guys are going to remember. So as much as it is about the game, it's also about the guys. Absolutely. Absolutely. There's little things like that that I remember about each of you, man, for sure. You know, from God, like, it's funny, like, Rabbi talks about the great guys getting in your face, because that's how I remember about Rabbi, you know, like, he oh, would, you know, he'd be, he'd be over you, boy. I mean, and that's what, that was great, you know, when he was fire, he was pretty, he wanted the best for everybody, you know, wasn't going to accept it, and that was, that's, that what's make great, good teams, <clears throat> you know, and great leaders, you know, so make people better around you, and it's funny how each of you talk about the things that you're kind of good at, too. Um, because you know, all of you guys are, you know, Noah and you know, Joe, all you are good teammates, you know, really in one way, shape, or form. But, um, you know, geez, this is this has been great. This has been better than what you know, I thought I thought it'd be pretty cool. You know, I was really excited for it, and it turned out even better than what I thought it would be. So, I'm not surprised with you guys, and you guys are all rock stars, man. I appreciate you. I love you guys, man. You guys are awesome. Love you, Thanks, Texas. Guys, awesome. Thanks, 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 yeah, good for having me. Awesome, but yeah, let's uh. Let's do it again sometime or let's just stay in touch. All right, boys? We'll do. Thanks, All right, man. All right, have a great day and uh, good weekend, guys. Thanks, dude. See you guys. See you guys. Bye.